Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 35 of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I am Lauren, and I'm here with my beautiful, amazing, incredible friend and podcast co-host, Kathy. Wow, Lauren. Thank you, especially on a Friday afternoon after a huge work week. I am receiving that. Thank you. You are welcome. Hello, everyone. We are so excited to have another guest on this week, and Kathy is going to introduce her. I am delighted to. You are meeting today Amy Gilbert, who is also a longtime friend and happens to be sisters with Deb Gilbert, who was on last week sharing such wonderful information with us. And Amy, first the work professional bio, is an executive coach, leadership and organizational development consultant, a graphic recorder, working with two siblings in a family-owned business. There's where Deb works as well. She has been a business owner and consultant for over 20 years. And within the last eight years, she has taken a deep dive into energy work and healing. And what I want to say on a personal level is I have known Amy for many years. In fact, we're going to share a very funny picture of Amy <laughs> and I all those many years ago. And Amy, I have always felt deep connection to from the moment we met. And even though we've been off and on in touch, when Deb helped us get reacquainted and I was the receiver of this incredible energy healing and work, it's as though no time had passed. Mm -hmm. And now getting to receive the gifts that Amy shares with people. And I referred her already. And <laughs> I know at least one person has booked with her. I'm sure I will be very soon. And raved and raved, by the way. And so we are so excited to have you with us, Amy. And so in typical fashion, we invited Amy to play along. Well, it's, you know, I'm going to be real. We're recording on a Friday after big work weeks for mm -hmm. all of us. And so Lauren and I are actually having alternative tea. So there's nothing to read tonight. Mm -hmm. But Amy, how about you? Well, big work week for me as well. And I did not pour myself tea, but I have a t-shirt on and the t-shirt says, practice peace. Love this. Which I think is a great message, especially in this time of what we're dealing with. Yeah. 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 And thank you for sharing that. And still tea of some sort a t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and i was thinking on a run the other day and i'm not going to tonight but just these are extremely heavy times mm -hmm. in the world um i feel a lot of heaviness personally just in my heritage and and i i'm choosing specifically not to go in there but um there's so much to contemplate right now and so peace is the message Peace is the message. Yes. And I wish for that, even though it feels far away. Mm -hmm. I really pray for that. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you, Amy, for that. And then on a moving towards our weeks, we included Amy in our what's been going on this week. Mm -hmm. And so 
We invite you, we'll go to you first, Amy, to share any highlights, lowlights, what stood out this week, any learnings, anything like that. I'll, I'll share with you something I've been working on. So uh, I've got a big program that I'm delivering next week. And, you know, when we're super busy, we can start to feel, I feel stressed. Am I going to get it all done? Am I going to, and I, and things I don't want to do, but I know I have to do. And I've been really thinking about how do I decide to have, be in flow and joy no matter what I'm doing, because I can do it and feel cranky or I can do it and feel good. And it's really a choice. I'm still going to do it. So how do I make the choice? How do I trip the button to be present and enjoy? And I was talking with a friend about it and she said, you know, when we overly focus on the outcome, we're no longer present in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I thought about that and I thought, you know, one of the things I've really been working at is how to bring more honoring or ritual or um, gratitude into my life every day. And so as I was doing one of these things, I decided to just be very mindful and present with doing it. And I enjoyed it so much. So it's, this is still a work in progress really but it's it's really giving me a glimpse of how i decide what my day is like i can decide it can be fun and playful and joyful or i can decide it can feel heavy and constricted and you know one more thing i have to do and so that's what i've been thinking about this week and seeing how i can put more of that into practice I love that. And what comes up is just when Deb was here sharing, sharing about from a different perspective about accessing joy mm -hmm. in these very challenging times. And um, when there is so much anxiety and in, in what the world is, what's happening in the world. And, um, and I love that just in from a different perspective. Lauren, you want to share? Thank you. Yeah, too, thank Amy. you, Amy. Um, <clears throat> my highlight of the week was at my doctor appointment. <laughs> so I had a doctor's appointment this week. My thyroid's been weird, which we've talked about in last season of the podcast. That's right. And I see a naturopath. And my appointment with her was incredible. And it connected to everything we've been talking about. <laughs> So we really got into talking about somatic work and one of, you know, how when you get a sheet, when you leave the doctor and it's like all the things you need to do kind of, and one of them was wander. Oh, and Amy, I did some wandering with a friend who leads an incredible small program here. Well, not small. I don't mean it like that, but it was a local. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Local um, called wonder wild mm -hmm. and you do some solar wandering in nature and then meet back up with the small group and it was it was I will say it sounds dramatic but it was life changing yeah, so well, I'm, I'm excited that's on your list yeah so she was just like just take time once a week to wander without regard like no regard to time or destination and then we also just talked about slowing down 
and kind of like you said like wherever you can like obviously our lives are very hectic and I'm in grad school and working full-time and stuff but just kind of like how you said choosing to be fun or playful with whatever task you're doing just kind of slowing down and being more present and then just connected to everything that we're always talking about yeah that that may be the new tagline is everything we talk about is connected um thank you yeah I love that and also but Amy and this and Lauren what I hear too is like there's a listening when these when this is shared like Amy your friend has said we're so attached to outcome that we're not in the present and then you really tuning into your doctor and not like saying ah whatever Mm -hmm. you know hey my thyroid's messed up no like wow yeah this is all connected Mm -hmm. and so I acknowledge you both for that Mm -hmm. similarly um I had a week where I was chatting with Lauren before the show and I said it's been a week of some big ahas and self-awareness gains and one thing that really I mean there was a lot that came to light but when we're in those places where I'll say it's that stress and anxiety anxiety or something's a threat like control or something and I'm not in play and joy and I'm overly serious or whatever however I show up the first thing is just how powerful it is to accept that and not shame it and mm-hmm. allow it to be in order when it's ready, when I'm ready to take a step out of it. And that was huge this week because I saw it in action. I thought, what is it not to have a typical conversation with myself? You should have showed up differently, Kathy. You should have blah, blah, blah. And, have, and this time, no shoulds. She's like, this is what I'm feeling. This is where I am. And to have slept on it and today been like, oh, yeah, that's that party that comes out when she feels a threat of something. And wow, let's just work with her a little bit and invite her to come out and play. And that really happened. The other thing is what um, when you both said that sort of the connection is. Amy, this came up when you said, you know, when we can be so connected to outcome. And I realize when I'm having like super real integritous direct conversations or realizing something in myself, it's not about the resolution. It's not about fixing anything. And how many times have I said that in my life? But it's like it's sunk in. It's about oh, I learned something. It's not about, oh, this is all tied up in a neat little boat. No, it's just like, oh, I got someplace different. And that just, it was like a hug to myself of like, yeah, thanks for being open. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you. And I love what we all connected on. Yeah. I love this for you. So thank you everyone for yeah. sharing. You know, on that note, I invite our audience to do that in your own lives. If you aren't already, it's just kind of a weekend review and what stood out. Sometimes we have low lights, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, definitely. Um, so with that, uh, we're going to move on to spend some really good time with Amy. And 
As you all may recall, a couple episodes ago, I shared, I would say from a 30,000 foot view, my work with Amy, which was truly a gift. And I shared some of what I experienced. And I will say that what has been so powerful is that the energy release is coming weeks later. First of all, a couple of days later, but I said, there's, I knew there was more in there and it's coming in weeks where I'm like seeing these, I don't feel that way anymore, you know? And again, not a fix. It's not a fix. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll feel that way next week, but it just, there's a lightness. And I said to Amy, it's like an offload of heavy, like a heavy sack I've been carrying in my chest Mm -hmm. and it almost gets me emotional, but I'm not quite fully like in tears or anything, but just the power of being open to not just working with our minds, but the energy in our bodies. And so Amy, we're so excited you're here. We want, I really want to hear a little bit about, and since Lawrence just meeting you is, you know, it's eight years ago, you got into this work. What pulled you in? What invited you in? Well, this is interesting. Um, it, it really started with my own dealing with my own illnesses. So I don't know. I don't think you know this, Kathy, but I've actually had cancer three times. I knew. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And the first time was over 16 years ago. So thyroid cancer. So I'm very familiar with some thyroid stuff. And I, Lauren, I'd be happy to talk to you about that. Um, And it really, I had always been intrigued by the mind body connection um, for many years. I mean, since I was in my twenties, because I just don't think we're just a mechanism. Like there's a problem and there's a pill or there's a surgery, or I just don't think that's true. I think we are much fuller, more holistic, where we have our feelings, we have all kinds of stuff that come into our bodies. And I know, I mean, you can imagine when you have a really strong physical feeling about something and you don't get to process it, right? Think about something really powerful that happens to you where you're really sad or you're really frustrated or angry or afraid and you don't get to deal with it. Where does that energy go? It gets stored in your body. And so over our lifetimes, and I know I was a big store when I was growing up, I was not a release it. I was a (laughs) stuff it down person. (laughs) And there just wasn't space for me to be able to, to release the emotions I had and deal with the traumas I experienced. 100% in my experience. So, so imagine we're kind of like an iceberg. Okay, so very little part is above the waterline. I think of that as our conscious mind. And then underneath the waterline is really where our subconscious is. And that stores so much information and and experience and the meaning we make out of experience. And it's kind of like it happens, experience happens stuff gets stored in there, our reaction, our emotions, and then it kind of gets locked down. 
So even if years later we talk about, oh, when I was eight years old, this thing happened to me and it was so upsetting to me and I can talk about it, but the problem is it's very hard to upgrade what's under the waterline. And that's why to me, working with energy is so powerful because it's, I don't even need to, you don't even need to talk to work with energy. I mean, I mean, let's look at it like energy. We are energy. Every, if we go into the smallest molecule atom of what's inside of our bodies, of every chemical, every cell, it's energy. And if you get into what the, the cell makeup is or the, the atom is inside of that is consciousness. And so it's so powerful to be able to access the body wisdom and that helps us get into the subconscious. So you and I did this, Kathy, where I'd have you say something, say a statement out loud. And does, do you feel that that's true in your body? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, is our mind kind of messes us up a lot. Like we overthink things or we rationalize. Well, I've dealt with that or I've talked about that. And it's like, yeah, but there's still that energetic stuff stored there. So when we can access it with energy work through talking and doing energy work, we can help release it. And then you're getting the results of that is it's like that lifted out and it opened up space for other emotional stuff to come out and release. And so we start to feel lighter. It takes a lot of energy to hold back all the emotions that we stuff. Amy, can I interject something that's coming up for me listening to you is when I shared my week, I think what helps bring, it's like you said, upgrade. I attribute not only to the learning I'm doing, but very much in part to this energy release. Like I really do that I'm that that there's some fog that's lifted that I'm able to feel. And I've also been emotional, like in a lovely way this week, just like a lot of love outpouring and um, and and very authentically. And I, I'm getting just in listening to you. Yeah, this isn't so much with my brain. It's it feel it feels that way in the moment when I'm like, whoa, but I'm like, oh no, this is fog lifting energetically. So thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So working with the subconscious is important and with energy itself, as we all are energy, what's really fascinating to me, and this is what quantum physics, what we're starting to learn is our thoughts guide energy. So in like famous experiments started in the 1800s, like called the double split experiment. So is, is light a particle or a wave? and light is energy and the experiment, they would fight about it. It's a particle, it's a wave, it's a part. And they finally realized it is what you think it's going to be. Wow. Which tells us that we have so much power when we are aligned and we can think clearly and, and move things. We can move energy, which means literally we can bend spoons, right? We can, so everybody's like, well, why can't I just be a millionaire right now? <laughs> well, the problem is, is we have a lot of heavy, dense energy from all that stuff, the traumas, the unresolved things, 
And it's not even just from this lifetime. It's from our ancestry, right? We know, I think Deb talked about epigenetics and how we can pass on stuff. So we're kind of carrying around a lot of garbage, like a lot of heaviness. Mm-hmm. And we got to let go of it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to let go of something you don't know exists. And so it's, it's, too. <laughs> yeah. it's familiar. Yeah. And so it can be scary to take that away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it for both of you, like you probably eat, I mean, anybody listening, I mean, like you can think about something that happened that you've always felt like, oh, I've never been a good artist or I I can't draw or I'm a terrible writer or I'm not an athlete. Like we all have these things that we feel like we're limited by or another one is being a perfectionist. Like it has to be perfect. Like things that we just can't seem to make a shift in. And those are the kinds of things where we've actually gotten stuck. And so we can shift those things, not just, it's not talk therapy. That's not what it is. It's literally identifying like what the, the cause of that moment where we decided that that was true. Yeah. And then it meant what about us? So this is all, it's, it's hard to explain. And it also, when you do it, it makes perfect sense. It's like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. And there's a little bit of it that's it's a little bit woo woo too. I can wear a little woo woo. <laughs> yeah. In you too. I know. When I say like you could I can, you know, imagine energy leaving, it's I can. I can ask energy to leave. I that's when we talk about you releasing emotions from things. So and so through guided imagery, through uh suggestion, through metaphor, those kinds of things I can help people release. Amy, so when you shared, I did know that you had cancer twice. I didn't know the third time. And um, so just, I'd love to just hear it because that was so helpful. Thank you. And just that path to how you dove in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I found it very, um, I wanted to know what was going on, not just physically. And what I learned the second time I had breast cancer, um, what I learned when I did some energy work with one of my teachers was that I had at a very early age rejected the feminine principle. I had decided that being female was weak. And so I had rejected that. And so this was something that's hard to imagine, but I look at each of those instances as these moments where my body was saying, you're carrying something that you need to let go of. And here's the red flag. You have cancer. You've got to figure out what's going on with this. And so we can look at illness as a horrible thing happening to us, or we can look at it as, we're receiving a message we have an opportunity here to grow to learn to let go of now i'm not saying that there isn't a physical component to having illness there absolutely is i just feel like to really treat what's happening to us we have to go the full range like what's going on emotionally what's going on mentally what's going on spiritually what's going on 
in the bigger picture of your life. Mm-hmm. And I think doctors used to ask questions like that, but now we don't. Now they don't. It sounds like you're a doctor. Things sound yes. You've got more holistic, natural paths, fu- uh, functional medicine. Like now there's a, a resurgence of people saying this. I mean, doctors are like, we're not, we're not treating people well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've listened to that from doctors like the Surgeon General and, you know, just in our holding people with compassion mm-hmm. that isn't always happening. And I have very dear friends who are healthcare workers and disclaimer that absolutely do that. Oh, so oh, we're, yeah. not, we're not being, no, none of us are scary. dealing in absolute. And and I, I would say that this is not in replacement of, this is absolutely complimentary because, I mean, here's some things you could think about. When we get sick, we might become identified with our illness and that keeps us from healing. Mm-hmm. When we get sick, we might get attention that we always wanted so deeply in our lives, but we never knew how to get it. And that will keep us from healing. So there's just, there's more to everything. It's a very holistic view. And to me, I think about how do you get fully aligned, every part of you aligned around the goals that you have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes our goals are based on our challenges. Mm-hmm. When you speak, I think of my grandmother who passed away many years ago. I was in college and she was a very healthy woman for a long time. And she, out of the blue, she was like lifting one of her grandbabies who are now all grown and her back hurt. And lo and behold, they find she had a tumor on her spine and she was in her eighties. She may have been able to go on and go on, but she didn't, she died fairly quickly. And it wasn't that it, it, I don't remember what I knew at that age. I didn't think it was aggressive, but, um, but Amy I, and Lauren, I always thought my grandmother was truly one of the kindest souls I knew, but I would say sweet. And what she didn't do was speak aloud what was hard for her or what was frustrating to her or what made her angry. And I always felt like, ah, oh, I think that, of course, it's real. Like, of course, there's a physical component. I don't deny that. But was it also what was held back? Yeah. And I feel like, why does it, why does the physical component come out in that way? Like, so with you and your breast cancer or, you know, I've heard of people <clears throat> like having, you know, I don't know, throat issues because they're not like speaking their truth or, you know, it's like those physical things come out in certain areas because mm-hmm. of what's happening. Well, and, and it, it, you know, we, we have so many sayings in our culture around physical things like um, uh, stabbed in the back, mm-hmm. betrayal, right? So you could have back pain and it's coming from something that was a betrayal that happened to you when you were in your, you know, uh, middle school and all the girls decided they were going to like be bullying to you. And so it's like, we just, we have so many sayings like, um, you know, uh, you're, uh, 
well, now I'm blanking on them, so I'm just going to stop. But <laughs> tongue tied, there's things like the symptoms that we have and where they are in your body relate to what's going on uh, energetically in uh, how you think about things. So yeah. anyway, yeah. I have a little running injury. I mean, it doesn't prevent me from running, but I'm like, okay, what are you telling me? Slow down. No, I don't want to, but I, this is fairly vulnerable, but I'm going to share it because I texted it to Amy. So I have, and I've had it scanned and everything. It's a fatty tissue thing called a lipoma. They're pretty darn common. And mine's like the size of a baseball. And it just right now looks like a bulging muscle on my back. And I've had it checked out. I went to the doctor and he's like, it's totally your choice taking this out. Like if it's not hurting you, you don't need to, but I, I'm leaving this like it is fully your choice. And when they take it out, of course, they'll send it to pathology. And I hope the ultrasound and all of that is as, as they've said. But I really just let it simmer this summer of like, I don't know. I don't know. And two mornings ago, I showered after my run and, uh, and I also thought of Deb's exercise from, of looking in the mirror and the Vimbasi. And so I haven't done 30 days, like, oh, it's only been a week. I only did one day, but in that moment, I noticed it and it was the decision landed. And I'm like, that's physical. It's real. It's a fatty tissue thing or fatty tumor, whatever they call it. I don't like that word, but a fatty thing. And we call it fatty thing. And I knew, I looked at it, I'm like, that doesn't need to be here anymore. And it, I was like, this is physical manifestation. Yes. And they happen. They don't even know why. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, oh, for me, that's representing this stored energy. And so I, the next I work up busy that day. The next morning, I called the surgeon's office and I'm like, I'd like to do this. She said, we'll check on your insurance. I'm like, okay, we're, I am committed to make this happen. And um, and I texted Amy. I'm like, it was just boom. It's just like the connection. Mm -hmm. People could listen to this and say, oh, that sounds woo-woo and all. That's okay. It's my truth, right? It's what was revealed to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there is like literal neuroscience and science behind the mind-body connection. Like it's not just yeah. you, it's, it's- Oh yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, a friend of mine just sent me uh, the, an article in Popular Mechanics. Okay, very mainstream. Uh -huh. Your consciousness can connect with the whole universe, scientists say. And I know this to be true from my own experience, which is so weird to talk about openly, but what's being discovered through our deep dive into quantum physics and into spirituality, it's where science and spirituality are coming together again, not for the first time. Because if we go back millennia, you had people who knew science and also spirit and they were connected to each other. Mm -hmm. So we are moving beyond the age of reason, which is just our little brain mm -hmm. to a bigger, much bigger world out there. And I am super,
super excited to think about what medicine and healing could look like mm -hmm. when we start to really think about energy as part of what healing is Indeed. and not just a pill, not just a surgical experience. I'm sorry. It gets so exciting that, and this is Don't one not being in the same room. I'll just name, I'm not trying to interrupt. But I want to invite you to share with us that article because we can put it on our links on the okay. podcast Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I want to read that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm wondering if you could kind of take us through like what a session is like if people are interested or yeah. yeah. So I have like all kinds of people that contact me. A lot of times there's a physical thing going on, but sometimes it's just like, I'm not settled or I'm finding I'm not moving on things that I wanna move on, or I'm really wanting to overcome this thing. And so I'll ask people, well, first of all, I'll ask them to say, I am Amy, I am here and I am now. And we talked a little bit about this before we started because a lot of people can show up as just parts of themselves so they can show up as just a mom as identified as a like a part of ourselves or identified as somebody else or just an attribute i had one person who showed up she was her body and what it means is that you're leaving out the entirety of who you are you're just identifying as one part so imagine what happens if your mind, which is so powerful that you can direct energy, is only identifying and focusing on one part of who you are. Mm -hmm. Your energy is very depleted. Mm -hmm. Okay, so first thing is we gotta get, make sure you're present. And if you're not, we need to know why and who you are and what's going on there. And sometimes that could be the whole session. Um, and then I want to know, like, what's happening in your life physically, mentally. And then we'll start to look at what are the things that have you've said that are the keys? Like, there's many layers. So where do we start? And I usually have to listen to my intuition. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll ask for you to say something. If you were working together, you know, Kathy, I had you say statements. Mm -hmm. Now, in this in this case, you're checking to see like what's got the strongest pull to you, but I'm also checking and I learned through my uh, one of my training programs about how to muscle test. It's called kinesiology. It's actually energy testing. So I can test for a strong statement or a statement that's not true. A strong statement would be true. An other statement, not so true. And it, it's a weak, it's a weak response. If we were together, I would actually physically test your arm. So you get to see like the intelligence of your body knows things that your mind does not know. Because if I said to you, Lauren, are you Lauren? Are you here? Are you now? You'd be like, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> but when you test your body, your body's like, no, you're not. You're not here. I'm telling the truth. My, the body tells the truth. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. So then we just follow the path. And what I'm looking for a lot of times is what are the blocks? Mm -hmm. So blockages could be lots of things like 
past uh, traumas that haven't been dealt with, um, issues where we, we made a conclusion about what happened. So I'm, an, I'm calling this a trauma and trauma could be any range of things from like literal physical hard trauma to a shaming event mm -hmm. that happened. It doesn't even happen to happen when we were small. Mm -hmm. um, so, but what meaning did we make out of it? What did we conclude? And what decisions came from that? And then that sets us on our path. And those decisions become truths in our lives. Mm -hmm. And there's a very interesting book called The Biology of Belief. And that's by Dr. Bruce Lipton. And there's a lot, he's been out a long time. But when I read that, it's very scientific. He's a microbiologist. But he proves how what we believe is what happens, not the other way around. So it's not seeing is believing, it's believing is seeing. What you believe is what happens. It's a little bit of a sciencey book, but I like I like having that kind of understanding of things. But so it's to me, it's always about what what do we believe about things. So I'm looking for what the blockages are. Sometimes the blockages could be from uh, your ancestry. It could be from a past life. I know this is a questionable area. I've had too many experiences where it was so clearly <laughs> connected to that. So. Uh, it made sense to the other person. I don't know if it was a metaphor. I don't know if it was truly that was their past life, but uh, very powerful uh, experience to release that. I'm so like, I've been through it, but it's still so like, I feel such deep curiosity um, for it. And would it be and we're being live here so it's i'm just asking this would you be able to do sort of a focus laser sort of experience with one of us sure let's try it you ready okay okay i'm gonna do All it right. what do you got lauren Real tell me what your focus is because i got to experience it i'm so thrilled thank you yeah um i think i'm gonna do I feel like I cannot be healthy. Okay. So let's just start out by saying, I am Lauren. I'm here. I am now. I am Lauren. I am here. I am now. No. It didn't test positive. So if you're not Lauren, who are you? And it could be a person, it could be a quality, an attribute, uh, a persona. Okay, do you want me to name her? Yeah. I would say I am scared Sally. I'm scared. Yeah, that's, that's what tested strongly. And I do not know your gift, but I'm sitting next to Lauren and I hear the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the persona is scared. We call her scared Sally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what, when do you think scared Sally started to show up? As early as I can remember. So maybe 
I'm sorry. Um, like four. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at four years old. And did something happen to you when you were 12? Was there an event that happened when you were 12? Um, not that I can think of off the top of okay. my head. And what happened when you were four? Um, when I was four, my parents separated. Yep. And what, what did you start? How did you make meaning of that? Like what happened for you when you, how did you think about it? Um, I definitely, I don't remember specific thoughts, but it was very much like be kind of like a people pleaser, be super quiet. Um, definitely not show any emotions or like anxiety or discomfort like be small and don't rock the boat yes and why why do that what would that give you it would make sure that both of my parents still loved me yeah Right. You saw your two adult parents break off from each other. And at that age, the conclusion was they could do this to me. Right. Exactly. They could do this to me. So the decision was I better not be a trouble. I better not make any waves. Right. Oh yeah. You could see all of that. Yeah. Right. So you could see how our a young mind makes meaning out of what's going on and oftentimes takes responsibility in ways that are just beyond yes. <laughs> what we should be taking responsibility for. Exactly. Okay. So the decision was stay small. Mm -hmm. Um and when was it okay for you to get attention or to maybe act out in any way when was it okay i mean this seems like too on the nose but i guess like when i was sick <laughs> so just say this out loud i want you to see how it feels in your body that when I'm sick, it's okay for me to ask for attention. When I'm sick, it's okay for me to ask for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Does that feel strong for you? Does that feel right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I want to talk to, I want to talk to uh, scared Sally. Okay. Okay. All right. So scared Sally 
you had a very difficult time when you were young. Yes. It was very scary when your parents separated, wasn't it? Yeah. And what's really hard to take in is that they would never abandon you. Right. But we don't know that when we're little. Mm -mm. Right. And so you decided that the only way it was okay to ask for what you needed or to get attention was to be sick. And you don't have to do that anymore. You get to be healthy and ask for attention and what you need. It's not one or the other. So what would that look like? What would it look like if I was? Like, what would you ask for if you wanted, if you had a need, what, what kind of need could you ask for to practice? Let's do it that way. Um, I could ask for help around like managing the house, for example, like yeah. cooking dinner or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Apparently, I only feel justified in doing that when I'm sick. Yeah. And and you know you can't make any waves because it could damage. It could cause your relationship to split. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in this case, I just want to acknowledge that one. This is a really common thing to have happen that we make these connections and then they play out through our lives in in ways that we it's not what we want but i just want to honor that that was a survival technique that helped you when you were little mm -hmm. and so i just want to honor that that little girl made a decision to be safe that's what she knew how to do and she did keep you safe mm -hmm but you don't need to keep doing it. Okay. So what I would do with you, Lauren, is I would now that we've identified this, I would do a visualization with you where I would have you close your eyes and walk you through something that was like a ritual or something metaphorical that would help you create a moment that changed that pathway because mm -hmm. these are neural pathways in your brain right and so it would be and it's it doesn't have to be earth shattering it could be something small but it's symbolic we need in our subconscious works in symbolism and metaphor it's not a rational thing Mm -hmm. So it would be something symbolic. I would walk you through a symbolic experience. I think Kathy, we had, I had you at a bonfire, throw stuff in the bonfire. Oh. Yeah, because I had a long session with Amy, so there were several, um, and there were several of these mm -hmm. old survival techniques that I developed mm -hmm. as a kid, and I threw them in the fire as little Kathy like she had she threw me mm -hmm. and then we stood by a tree and I could feel this energy rise up like the tree from the yeah. root to the branches to the sky and yeah wow 
So Lauren, I just want to test right now for you to say, I am Lauren, I am here, I am now. <clears throat> I am Lauren, I am here, I am now. You are. You are. Can you feel it? Yeah, I feel lighter already. I mean, it was in my throat, it was in my chest. Yeah. And the, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Amy, I hear it being <laughs> next to her. Yeah. Yeah. And I can even see it. We're on Zoom, but I can see your whole demeanor has changed. Yeah. So, and I'm willing, you know, we can do this one. We're done here. We can go through that. And because I know it's, it's, you know, I want to get you relaxed, not thinking about being on a podcast. <laughs> Thank you both for going there, truly. Yeah. And because that could have been sort of, awkward or stilted and being sitting with you both it doesn't feel that way at all so no. thank you for going there well and I think it's so interesting because I felt like I was picking something like very <clears throat> innocuous that wouldn't be super emotional because <laughs> I was like I don't want to pick something too heavy right but it immediately of course is because it's such a it, so yeah so that's an example where your parents never, if they, if we knew as parents what we did to our child, I mean, it, we can't help it. It's like life happens. I mean, it's our job to get over it. <laughs> and for, at your age, you know, four years old, it's so young to have an experience. And then what happens when we make sense of it in our little brains, we then keep having experiences. So my guess is, is that you've had to encounter a number of times in your life where you've gotten sick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you're in a situation now where you're talking about your thyroid. And so um, this is another example where you're perhaps not voicing what you need not asking for help, not getting, because you've got this pattern that started when you were four years old. And the identification is the biggest part. And now you get to take steps around, okay, so how can we start to be really clear? So at your home, you can make a list of things. These are the things that I do and I need help. What would you like to do? You pick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I learned early on that it's, if you assign, it doesn't work as well. But if you let them pick, they it's like everybody wins. Like I had somebody say, I really like to clean bathrooms because you can do it in like 15 minutes. And I'm like, great. Let's do that. Thank you for volunteering that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have a list. Pick off five things here that you want to do to support our lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And be aware that you might have trained your partner that you do it all. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's on you that you're going to have to, you know, work with that. Yeah. Well, Amy, we had an episode that is many people's favorite on muffins. It, it was Lauren's share that day on, you know, she was not feeling well and for a while and just getting to the root of it and just exhausted and not eating properly in the morning because she'd be racing out the house and not getting breakfast before she's about to teach sixth graders all day and not to mention an hour drive to a job and 
So she said, oh, aha, I'm going to buy muffins and keep them in my room so that really I just get up, grab the muffin and fuel, you know, and, and I think we love that, right? We're like, oh, and then I think, oh, and you could also make the list of it. I'd really like you to make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> or what would you like to do breakfast is something i need right <laughs> yeah i love that what would you like to do for sugar? i need you to da, da, da. right yeah. yes it works yeah. everywhere i think you know yeah and getting comfortable asking yeah right? yeah you know our partners want to do things for us yeah but here's the thing i i, I work with a lot of women that have trouble receiving yeah this was a big aha you shared with me about the percentage of receiving women do yeah so women we, uh, men get recharged from the forward motion action doing and they're in their front bodies their energy is moving forward women are really energetically we're receivers and so we need to get into our back body. So it's this idea of falling back and, and inviting energy and recharge in. That's not our culture. And if you're a caretaker of any kind, it's all about caretaking other people and you're the last one who gets anything. And I'm like, how, you know, and we're Enneagram nines and it's like, you talk, it's like, what can I do and see about you? <laughs> There's so much that we disconnect from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, well, let me see 45 perspectives times 13,000 times a day. Oh, what do I want for dinner? I have no yeah. flipping idea. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So little practices where you, because if you're always giving, there's no space to receive. Mm -hmm. Totally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's literally like thinking, like, I receive this beautiful sunset right now. Mm -hmm. I receive this five minutes where I get to put my feet up and breathe deeply and relax. Mm -hmm. I receive this cup of tea that I'm drinking. I receive the foot rub you're about to give me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, when I spoke in our week share of how it's almost like a hug to myself, these little awarenesses, I like when you're speaking that, I hadn't thought it in those terms. I received that. Mm -hmm. And then I had a wonderful, lovely discussion with a dear coworker. And it, we were doing a specific practice, and there is like a minute of breathing. And we both said, I said, oh my gosh, that really, I received it. It was so peace-giving and presencing. And I love this now to sort of bring that in of we're receiving. And I can't wait for a follow-up on, oh we gosh. love the muffins. What's <laughs> next? You know? Kathy, you said when, when at the beginning, Lauren introduced you and she had some beautiful things to say. And you said, thank you. I received that true and i was like nicely done oh my my teacher and my i i mean i'm very serious like yeah. the, this goddess energy healer um amy this i really this we said this to deb too and i'm going to say it to you we would love you back on the show it's flown by and unfortunately we do have to wrap up but, um, <laughs> 
what's not there's a improv game fortunately unfortunately so unfortunately we have to wrap up fortunately we get to invite you back and we would love to do that and i'll just first acknowledge you and thank you and amy what we'll invite you to do with me and lauren is share any if you are open for any of our listeners to contact you Definitely. a way that that could happen sure and to share the uh popular science magazine article mm -hmm. and i just have truly deep gratitude for you you are a beautiful human being beautiful in the light you're spreading and your wisdom and your gift and i fully receive you i fully receive that compliment thank you <laughs> and i've really enjoyed talking to both of you and kathy i've just been, just love reconnecting with you it's been wonderful and you all are going to see a picture from over 30 years ago amy and i somewhere along the way in an 150 mile bike ride to raise money for MS. Deb was there too, but this picture happens to be, Amy and I had a lot of shenanigans too. I've been asking Amy to find a picture of us on a river in Vermont where we covered each other with the other's hair. <laughs> I had to find that. I mean, it, my baby was like a cabbage patch. And then I got to be blonde in my forehead. Uh, yeah, yes. it, was, it was really great. Oh, and yeah. I give you an opportunity. Yes. Well, Amy, I can't even imagine. I mean, that was me slightly with my guard up because we're on a podcast for about five, ten minutes. And so I can't even imagine getting to do a full session and doing this work with you because that was incredible. And I'm just going to say, because, you know, I started out doing this work. It's fast. This is not like going and seeing a therapist for six years and talking about the same thing. When I first started doing this, I was like, wow, this really moves quickly. This is like, you know, moving along. It is not, it is uh, a lot of breakthroughs happen um, and shifts that occur really. And that's what, when you work with the world of energy, that's things happen quickly. And I think about what would happen if our monetary system our government everything was based on energy imagine how things could operate but i haven't even unpacked that yet i don't even know what that means i'm just curious no me too the tragedies and crises in our world right now mm -hmm. what would happen rapidly shifting yeah, yeah. Oh, i don't want it to end i don't want it <laughs> But yes, we will have you back. We will have you back if you're willing. Of course. Sure. I've loved this time. So Lauren, I do want to kind of wrap up with you a little bit before we sign off. So I don't know if there's room to do that. Is As soon as I stop the recording, we'll still be on together. Okay. okay. So thank you so much. Thank you listeners for tuning in. Have a great, wonderful week. Um, we're we're here to connect with you yeah. and thank you for being with us. Yeah.